So we are under 48 hours away from the NBA draft, and we have more advancements on a potential free agent signing, a trade, and more insight onto the draft. Today we'll be breaking it all down. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome in Philly Take with RB. Like always, leave a like if you do enjoy the content. Feel free to hit that subscribe and ring that bell so you don't miss any of the upcoming videos or live streams. We'll be going live later on today so that we can discuss our potential mock trade or mock draft, whatever we think is going to happen on draft night for this Sixers team. Obviously, only having one pick. We'll be breaking all that down, and we'll also be live for the draft. But I just wanted to check in because a little while ago, I woke up, and uh, there was just a plethora, an influx of notifications coming and talking about this Sixers team. They just decided to start dropping bombshells left and right, and we need to break it all down. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. So a little earlier this evening, Brian Windhorst going on ESPN, claiming that the Sixers do indeed have interest in Daryl Morey's former Houston Rockets players, P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon. Now, I put out a couple pieces of content over the last couple days discussing P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon. I said immediately when it became available, uh, you know, that they could even be on different teams next year. I said, you know, this has Daryl Morey written all over it. These types of guys, these types of players, based off what, you know, the Sixers are interested in and and pretty much what their vision is for this offseason, they kind of seem like guys the Sixers would be interested in. And uh, immediately, you know, we have the rumor mill going, right? As said, as soon as the NBA Finals ended, as soon as the draft came, things would start to heat up. I do believe the Sixers will shake some things up this offseason, we know Maxi, Harden, and Bede will be the core that's back. But around that, everything else seems, you know, to be up in the air. Um, and just a thought for myself over on Twitter, be sure to follow me at RB Philly Take. Um, you know, based off some of the reaction I saw after that Windhorse post, um, you know, a lot of people were frustrated, especially with what we're hearing and what we will talk about. Um, but people are coining now. Uh, this offseason, the Philadelphia Rockets offseason. And, you know, I, I get it. I understand, you know, people think Daryl Morey has this crazy infatuation with some of his old players, and maybe he does. Maybe he does. Um, but rather than seeing it as him just trying to recreate the 2018 Rockets, what I see it as is a GM who's trying to go out, bolster the depth of his team, bring in some experience, bring in some veteran leadership, bring in some guys that can do more than what we have on the bench. Uh, based off of the fact that there's a limited free agent market and there's not a lot of that out there right now. Um, and maybe he sees these guys as fit. So, you know, a lot of people are always frustrated. Uh, a common theme that I'm seeing, you know, with this Philadelphia 76ers fan base is, you know, they're frustrated, they're annoyed, especially about guys like this. But then, you know, we get 30 games into the season and then we have guys like Furkan Korkmaz and Shake Milton who really aren't producing consistently. And then we want Daryl Morey to go out and get guys like this. So in my personal opinion, I'm happy that we're at least being aggressive, looking at alternate options and just, you know, weighing the playing field, you know. But uh, anyway, going even further, uh, Keith Pompey decides to drop a huge bombshell of an article tonight with a lot of different pieces in it. Um, and that really sparked things going. So Keith Pompey puts out an article saying that the Sixers are pursuing P.J. Tucker 
and that Matisse Thibel and a draft pick are being shopped to create cap space. And, and you know, when I first see this, the, the first thing that came to my head actually was, wow, okay, you know, the Sixers, maybe they're finally listening to their superstar. And, and in fact, one may even turn that and say, well, maybe Joel Embiid uh, is finally making demands, and that's what a superstar should do, right? We remember uh, after the Sixers and Heat series, you know, Joel Embiid coming out and essentially saying, like, we need guys like P.J. Tucker. We need dogs, right? I've been calling for two years for the Sixers to have a player like that. Um, and Joel Embiid really said him by name. And here we are. P.J. Tucker declines his $7.4 million player option with the Miami Heat. And now the Sixers seem to be rumored uh, to be interested. And going even further into this article, you know, the main thing here is that Keith Pompey says it became public on Monday Tucker would opt out of his uh, player option for the 2022-23 season. But here's where it gets interesting. Multiple sources have the Sixers intending to offer him a three-year, $30 million contract. Time will tell what will happen, but a source added that there's mutual interest between P.J. Tucker, 37 years old, and the Sixers. Now, this just sent a lot of Sixers fans off the cliff. And when I talk about us being aggressive, sure, you want to be aggressive. You don't want to overdo it, right? Uh, when I think about a $30 million contract for P.J. Tucker over three years, I'm sure that there would be some kind of you know option included. Hopefully, the Sixers would have the leverage right, to you know not have all that guaranteed. In the end, do I want to do a $30 million contract over three years for P.J. Tucker, who will be 40 at the end of that deal? The answer is no. However, sometimes you have to go above and beyond. Sometimes you have to push a little bit. If that means luring P.J. Tucker away from another Eastern Conference contender, a rival, if that means keeping him from going back to Miami and adding a guy who kind of fits the mold of what you need, maybe you have to overpay a little bit, right? Maybe you have to do that. A uh, guy who can knock down shots, he's averaged almost 40% the last couple of years. He was key in winning a championship, has a little bit of that pedigree, has played with some winners, um, you know, and, and, you know, former teammate of James Harden, right? A guy who has meshed with him before and a guy that, like I said, Joel Embiid was vocal about getting on this squad um, and Daryl Morey's out here, you know, and, and apparently that this is the offer. Um, now, obviously, we're still a week away from free agency, Anything to the exact terms would be tampering. But then again, what even is tampering anymore? Um, and a little follow-up on that piece right there. Brian Toprick, uh says that multiple sources tell Keith Pompey that the Sixers intend to offer Tucker a three-year, $30 million deal, which implies they would have access to the non-taxpayer mid-level exception. And to do that, the Sixers would then have to clear you know, some space and, and get that whole thing going. Uh, but overall... You know, P.J. Tucker and and the Sixers, like you said, have mutual interest. And if you had to ask me right now, um, you know, putting me on the spot, I, just the way that I'm seeing this ramp up, I have a feeling that this is going to get done, in my personal opinion. Um, it seems like there's definitely some noise accumulating and, and things are becoming real. Now, the next piece of the article, uh, Keith says that things could change before the start of free agency, but league execs believe there's a good chance Tucker will become a Sixer. The Sixers don't have the cap space available to sign him for 10 mil per season. And him opting out of that player option shows me that one, you know, he wants more money and probably a longer deal as well. As a result, they would have to clear cap space in order to fit in his salary. And that's where the next nugget of information comes in 
from Keith Pompey, as you can see here. He says the Sixers could try to make some things work with a three-team trade. They're looking for a third team to help facilitate the trade. In order to get Thibel in the first rounder, sources say Sixers are asking a third team to give up a first-round pick to make the deal work. Now, what I'm viewing here is that, um, you know, at that end of the season when Thibel just started playing really bad and then he couldn't travel to Toronto, it kind of feels like there was a disconnect. His play fell off, and it's it's pretty crazy, but... A guy who was, you know, deemed untouchable six, seven months ago is now sitting here and saying, okay, well, you know, looks like we may be willing to move him on draft night. And we've been covering, you know, potential draft night trades, whether that's throwing Danny Green's contract in there, Matisse Thibel. The the reality of it is that other teams view Thibel as much more of a bargaining chip um, and a guy that they would like to incorporate in their future rather than Danny Green you know, who's probably going to miss next season and, and might not ever recover the same from that injury. So uh, what I'm hearing here is that the Sixers are now aggressively trying to move Matisse Thibel in this deal. Um, and maybe we've hit a point where it's not acceptable if you don't work on your game. And Daryl Morey's probably hit that point, and, and we all have that, that boiling point, that frustration point where it's like, okay, we need to get a vet in here. And, it you know, even if you give up on a potential prospect, you need to get a guy who you know will contribute now on both sides of the ball. And I like Thibel, so it would be tough. But the reality of it is we have to upgrade at any means possible. And going in forward, you know, to that, Adrian Wojnarowski was on ESPN joking around. And he said, if you're a GM who hasn't gotten an offer from the Sixers involving pick 23 and Thibel, you've probably had your phone shut off. So just more evidence to go and show that the Sixers are aggressively shopping Matisse Thibel as I've said multiple times now, I don't think the Sixers will keep this pick on draft night. It's our only draft pick, but I think you have to do uh, what is possible to surround this core that you're bringing back, you know, with, with the best role players available. And I, you know, we can't get to the playoffs again and have a lack of mental toughness. We need guys who can shoot, who will be tough, who will bring that energy, that intensity every night, that championship type of mentality. And uh, it looks like the Sixers are willing to part with anybody outside that core. Uh, you know, to make that happen. And then the last piece, um, you know, just the the quote from Joel Embiid on P.J. Tucker back after the Sixers Heat Series, he had said, he's physical, he's tough, and they have a few of those guys. Since I've been here, I'd be lying if I said we had those types of guys. Nothing against what we have. It's just the truth. We never have P.J. Tucker. That's really what I'm trying to say. I think physically, uh, once you get to the playoffs or the later rounds, you need that. You need those games that are really tough and he's just speaking the truth we didn't have that and we definitely need it and um you know we're also hearing rumors that uh the Sixers are at least trying to shop Tobias Harris's ball maybe you could bring in a couple more of those types of players but according to Keith Pompey in this article um you know a team isn't you know really likely to take on two years 77 million for Tobias Harris so you know I I had predicted that Tobias gets traded I still think there's a chance he does. Maybe he does come back. You have the core of Maxi, Harden, Tobias, and Bede. The Sixers really haven't let a core mesh together without moving an integral part for some time now. So maybe they try to bring those four back. Um, but if things do go awry, the thing, you know, the reason I've been thinking uh, that we move Tobias is, you know, next year you're going to have to pay Tyrese Maxi. Then you would have to, you know, probably trade Tobias and maybe Harden if he's still on decline mode. Um, and things would definitely get sticky there. Um, you know, so, so I, I think we're trying to create future flexibility, but again, the Sixers view this as a let's win now 
And, you know, we need to just upgrade around our core and hope James Harden gets healthier, looks better. Tobias can contribute max. He takes another step, right? He's been knocking down a lot of shots in, in his training clips and all, and, and Joel Embiid. So, hey, you know, maybe the Sixers are just trying to build out this core. Uh, Daryl Morey trying to pull some old ties. There were also rumors that he's interested in Eric Gordon, and the Sixers do indeed have interest. So, you know, maybe we get that to happen, even though the, the salary situation is a little bit tougher to work with. Overall, Daryl Morey being aggressive, I like it, and I do believe the Sixers will get something done on draft night. But that's all I have for now. We will talk about it more in depth as we go on. Getting ready for the draft. I am excited. Give me your thoughts down below. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and like always, I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.